Good evening, everybody. This is the Marcus Today end of day podcast on Friday, 17th of November. And the futures this morning said it all down one point with the NASDAQ and S&P 500 up a tiny bit and the Dow Jones down 46. And today we haven't seen a trading range this small for quite a long time. Down 22 at worst, up four at best, and we closed down nine. So very quiet. We are having the pause that refreshes. As I pointed out in the morning podcast, we've come up 5.5% in 12 days on the ASX 200. If we did that for the rest of the, or for a whole year, the market would go up 122%. Pauses are inevitable. The good news about today is there's no major sell-off, has to be said. The only selling, I think, today was probably in Woodside, which had a downgrade from Citigroup, and the oil price was down 4% overnight. So the whole energy sectors had a pretty shabby day, down one6 And I had a chart in my section today of the oil price and the energy sector. The inventory numbers out of the US this week have shown abundant supplies and the top is in on energy by the looks of it. On the flip side, gold, which benefits from falling interest rates as a zero yield asset class, if you can call it an asset class, as a zero yield asset class, when interest rates go up, gold less gets less attractive. So as interest rates go down, gold doesn't so much get more attractive, it gets less unattractive. Anyway, interest rates down, gold up. Also, as the US dollar goes down, gold goes up. So gold having a good rally up 2.64% today. That's a pretty big move. Northern Star up 3.9%. Evolution Mining up 4.2%, Newmont up 1.2%, and a host of mid-cap gold stocks also flying up, DeGray Mining up 3.8%, Bellevue Gold up 3.6%. You get the idea, gold going up, energy going down, and otherwise not too many features today. Resources were generally in the black, and banks generally in the red, but tiny moves. Some of the boring safe stuff as well going down, Woolworths down one 1.2% today. Telstra down 0.3%. Wes Farmers down 1.8%. So pretty benign market. During the day today, bond yields, our bond yields dropped about five basis points overnight on the back of nine, 10 basis point drops in the US bond yields. Well, our bond yields dropped another two or three basis points from this morning. So interest rates going in the right direction. That's despite suggestions that the RBA have another rate rise up their sleeve. And that comes after the stronger than expected wage price numbers this week, which shows wages are still pushing inflation. Bond yields fell in the US overnight, possibly on the weaker than expected jobs market vibe coming from the stronger than expected jobless, weekly jobless numbers last night. The other sector taking a bit of a beating today, although it wasn't too bad. I thought it was going to be worse. And in fact, it's not too bad at all. But lithium, SQM, which is the second largest lithium producer in the world, Chilean company, had results last night. Profits down 56% on the quarter, about 47% down, was it, on the year? And telling us the outlook for the lithium price was weak. And on the back of that, most of the overseas lithium stocks got belted last night. We've actually sort of survived, tell you the truth. Mineral resources up 1.4%, Liontown up 0.7%, $1.48 they are now. Pretty ugly, considering they were.
uh, 3.05 a month ago, whilst Albemarle, or before Albemarle, pulled the bid, before Gina Reinhardt stuck her nose in and ruined it all. So they have more than halved now since the bid got pulled. Uranium stock's doing okay today. Bannerman up 7%. Deep Yellow up 6.4%. Lotus Resources up 5.4%. Paladin up 3.2%. Good uranium vibe. Uranium price at $74 at the moment. Two years ago, it was $27. At the beginning of this year, it was sitting very comfortably. sat for the most of last year, actually, at $50, and then shot up at the beginning of this year. Interestingly, one of the tips at the Son Hearts and Minds conference, I'll come to that, but one of the tips was Next Gen, a no-earnings Canadian uranium prospect market cap $5 billion, and the fund manager tipping it said it will be in the top 10 mining stocks in the world one day. Next Gen's code is NXG, and it's up 4.8% today. The Son Hearts and Minds conference, I've done a whole section on it in the newsletter today. It is, of course, got a charitable overlay. Fund managers look after the money invested. Their market cap of the Hearts and Minds listed investment companies, $550 million at the moment. I think the assets are worth something like $700 million. So trading at a big discount to assets. And that's because its performance has, I'm afraid, been terrible after a fabulous 2020 when it held Tesla and Tesla shot up. It's been rubbish ever since. And the long-term average return, they quote the per annum return, it rather flatters themselves or they rather flatter themselves with their numbers considering all of the performance came in 2020 and it's been terrible ever since. Anyway, the Son Hearts and Minds conference is well attended. It's a bit of a PR moment for a lot of fund managers and fund managers are asked to give TED Talk style presentations where they tip a particular stock and then the fund managers decide whether to add those stocks to the listed investment company. And some of the stocks tipped today included NextGen, ResMed from Chris Cortis. Chris is a great fund manager, used to work at Portfolio Partners. I used to service him as a broker on the institutional side. Anyway, his tip is ResMed. Another one was Telex, Telex. TLX is the code. Pharmaceuticals. TLX was up 4.2% today. And there are a bunch of international stocks as well. Read the section to learn about that. Kathy Wood, of course, featured. Her tip was predictably a cryptocurrency trust, the grayscale Bitcoin trust. She reckons that when the SEC approves a Bitcoin ETF, it's going to take off again. She's got a single Bitcoin forecast price of 600 to 650,000 US dollars. Currently at 56,000 US dollars, so she reckons it's going to 10 times. Anyway, I had a chart of her ARC Innovation ETF in the newsletter today. It's up 41% this year, but let's put this in perspective. Have a look at the chart. It's been, again, terrible performer after the initial spike on the back of a Tesla investment. Karoon Energy today down 3.7%, making an acquisition, raising capital. Steadfast SDF down 3.3% day also had a capital raising having had results and gone ex-dividend all the banks have gone a little bit quiet for the moment nab down 0.1 percent today westpac 0.2 percent anz down 0.5 percent i think you would call that disinterest after the dividends have disappeared what else can i tell you at the top of our newsletter today there is an invitation to an event i am doing with koshi david kosh on 28th of november in sydney if you 
haven't seen that already, then 500 of our members have already registered their interest. Only 100 people can go in person, but you need to register your interest to watch the video. It is, of course, a marketing initiative, and we are really looking for new marketing leads from offering this. But you still, if you want to watch the video, I'm sure we'll have it on the website eventually. But if you want to watch the video afterwards, just register your interest there. That's about that. Not too much on the diary coming up. The main interest is in the NVIDIA results on Tuesday night in the US. And we're wondering whether that could possibly light up the markets again with a bit of AI exuberance. They didn't do that with their last set of results and they've rallied hard into these results yet again. So it may well be a better to travel than arrive sort of event. Otherwise, in our portfolios, if you've read our missives over the last couple of weeks, are doing very nicely, but members only. If you're not a member, why not? One grumble today, my young doctor daughter took it upon herself to see a financial planner recommended to her by her industry. She wants to buy a small apartment in Melbourne sometime. She was dissuaded from doing so and instead was recommended recommended to buy an apartment off the plan with 850 grand's worth of debt with the oversight of the development being done by the financial planner and I'm going to find his name and write to him and ask him what on earth he's doing telling my daughter that her first investment should be a property development in Queensland for Christ's sake all this compliance we've got and we've still got idiots walking around in the industry anyway rant over <laughs> I will be back tomorrow with a weekend email. Henry's still in London. Had a few Facebook complaints that the activity there without Henry has dropped away. Well, I'm afraid that's the way the cookie crumbles. I shall endeavour to pay attention in Henry's absence, and I think he will be back on deck next week to interact as well. That's it. You have a good weekend. Back next week.